0: Okay, the strange case of Donald Trump. Trump appears to be pro-life and against sex trafficking. He has many religious groups and conservatives on his side, but there is evidence that he is part of the swamp that he said he wanted to drain. Trump's connection with the Rothschilds. Okay. Getting Donald out of debt. The 25-year-old ties that bind Trump and Wilbur Ross. <clears throat> Alright. America's first billionaire president is riding into the White House with populists support and he's bringing home billionaire friends with him all right just to be, just to let you know this article is dated november 4th 2020 all right <clears throat> one of them is a dis- distress asset investor wilbur ross who is trump's pick for commerce secretary the two have a history that spans more than 25 years Trump made a bold bet on Atlantic City when he opened a third casino there, the colossal Taj Mahal, in April of 1990. Even riskier, he financed the project with 675 million in junk bonds at a 14 percent interest rate. Within months, Trump was smuggling was struggling sorry struggling to make the massive bond payments as Atlantic City floundered. In, in stepped Ross, then head of Rothschild Inc.'s bankruptcy advising team. To represent bondholders who were pondering forcing the casino into involuntary bankruptcy and ousting Trump. Ross reportedly saw crowds pressed against Trump's limo windows to get a peek at the mogul and realized the value of Trump's celebrity. He struck a prepackaged bankruptcy deal. Trump would give 50% of his stake in the Taj, but would receive better debt turns and would remain in control. The Donald was back in business. He ultimately made similar deals for his other troubled properties and climbed out of debt and backed onto the Forbes 400. Ross went into private equity in 2000, forming W.L. Ross & Co. He still runs it, but he sold it to investment firm Invesco in 2006 for some $375 million. In 2013, Invesco partnered with Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and others to buy five industrial properties from the Jehovah's Witness in Brooklyn for 240 million. Nearly all of Trump's wealth is tied up in real estate, but he has also owned stocks. One holding, according to a May 2016 filing, 250,000 to 500,000 worth of Investco European Growth Fund Class Y shares. Trump claims to have sold his stock holding in June though he has not provided evidence to support the claim. Trump and Ross are also neighbors in both Florida and New York. Not only is Ross' 16,000-square-foot home just up the road from Trump's 126-room Mar-a-Lago club in Palm Beach, but the two also share a 57th Street address in Manhattan. Ross' penthouse is just two blocks from the President-elect Trump Tower triplex. For those seeking influence in Washington, the president's cabinet is the highest echelon. While concerns about potential conflicts of interest mount, one person who will have the commander-in-chief's ear is his billionaire pal Ross. Will Trump and Ross latest deal be good for America's balance sheets or their own? In May, I was very happy to hear that the Trump administration was terminating U.S. funding of the WHO. Then I read the article by Derek Rose which reveals that the U.S. increased funding to Gavi, the Global Alliance for Vaccination and Immunization. Okay, Vaccine bait and switch as millions pulled from who Trump gives billions to Gates' founded Gavi alliance. In mid-May, U.S. President Donald Trump announced that the U.S. would be ending their financial support for the World Health Organization and COVID-19 relief. The move was lambasted in mainstream press as an out-of-touch politician pulling funding from the vital global health organization during the middle of a pandemic. To Trump supporters, the decision was met with the typical cheering and celebrating as another Trump victory against the globalists. To understand what is actually going on, we need to examine Trump's actions, not his tweets or media statements. Okay. Let us start by looking at the funding provided by the U.S. government to the WHO in previous years. The latest number from fiscal year 2018 numbers are not available, but 2019 and 2020 show an estimated $281.6 million to the WHO from the U.S. The records indicate that after the U.S. government, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Gavi the Vaccine Alliance are second and third top financiers of the WHO. The U.S. funding the WHO actually tightens the technocrats' already firm grip on the global institution. This means when Donald Trump Trump stated the U.S. will no longer fund the WHO, the Gates Foundation and Gavi stepped into into the top financial role. Additionally, Gavi was founded by and largely funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2000. Either way, Bill Gates is the top donor and will continue to expand its influence and dominance of global health policy as reported in part two of my bill gates investigation in 2010 the bill and melinda gates foundation launched the decade of vaccines and called for a global vaccine action plan since that time they have only grown their network and influence on who gabby and other organizations in order to shape public health policy in a way that reaps profits from gates themselves while Trump supporters viewed the U.S. withdrawal from the whole financing as a win for nationalism or a black eye to the globalists, the truth is a bit more nuanced. In early June, the Trump administration declared support for GAVI to the tune of 1.16 billion USD donation. Trump's supporter support for GAVI came via the first ever virtual global vaccine summit. At this summit, GAVI surpassed the goal of 7.4 million. 7.4 billion, sorry instead raising $8.8 USD and securing commitments from most major nations around the world. Gavi even received a $5 $5 million donation from the Rockefeller Foundation. Gavi stated that the funding will go to routine immunization programs and will also help the public-private partnership play a major role in the rollout of a future COVID-19 vaccine. Donald Trump, Gavi, and Bill Gates. Trump's support for Gavi was echoed on the Twitter account for the United States Agency for International Development, USAID. Okay, this is what <clears throat> Trump was saying on Twitter. Echoes at the real Donald Trump words and is proud to be partnering with Gavi by committing $1.16 billion to protect people through vaccines. Because vaccines work, the tweet reads. It should be noted that USAID has also been accused of creating fake social media networks and attempt to foment unrest in foreign nations. Once again, this puts Bill Gates and his organization at the top of the global health pyramid. So, what did Gates? I have to say about the success of the Global Vaccine Summit. Since its inception, Gabby has helped vaccinate more than three quarters of a billion children, and now it's stepping up and saying it will, it's willing to deliver a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as one is available to end the pandemic as soon as possible, he said at the summit. We must also renew our commitment to delivering every life-saving vaccine there is to every child on earth. Bill Gates' father funded Planned Parenthood and taught his son to spread the gospel of eugenics. Alright, so we know that uh, Bill Gates was taught evil. Either way, Gates wins. Taken together, the payment of $775 million, the early June announcement of $1.16 billion, and the late June gift of $545 million, these taxpayer-funded investments will provide abundant resources for Gabby and subsequently the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. These funds easily outweigh the poultry $281.6 million the U.S. was giving to the WHO. It is important to understand that the WHO is part of the United Nations, which itself is an intergovernmental organization that is attempting to replace national states as we know them today in favor of global Governance schemes. Gavi is a public-private partnership where governmental bodies and private organizations partner up to provide some sort of public service. Neither of these organizations have been elected by the free people of the nations in which they operate. Despite this fact, the Trump administration is continuing to give billions to GAVI and in doing so, furthering Bill Gates' goal to vaccinate 7 billion people. Trump may have full fund full funds from the WHO but that decision allows to take full control of the whole policy and continue to use U.S. taxpayers' dollars to fund vaccine projects including, including a rushed vaccine for COVID-19 that is likely to likely to plan the whole time. That is why the Trump administration appointed a big farmer lack to head Operation Warp Speed. Trump's plan to fast-track the development of vaccines for COVID-19 in May, Trump appointed Mosa Saleh, a former executive with the vaccine manufacturer GlaxoSmithKline to serve in a volunteer position assisted by the Army General Gustav Perna, the commander of the United States Army Material Command According to the Trump administration Operation Warp Speed is focusing on four vaccines with the hopes of testing and producing 100 million doses by October 2020, 200 million by December and 300 million doses by January Salou has said Higley's the goal of vaccines by January 21 is a credible goal. <clears throat> Once again, Kate's fingertips are all over the situation. Zalu himself has a long history with the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation sitting on the boards of companies that are connected to the organization. It appears that despite the public announcements of divesting from the WHO or tweets about standing up to the globalist Trump administration continues to push the agenda to vaccinate every person on the planet okay there you have it folks there you have it alright Trump is not your friend it's time for people to wake up he is not your friend we'll be giving the uh live stream on this soon. All right, later.